You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave and each week at the football radio show. We give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Dave, are you ready, bro? Dude, I'm so ready. Hit it. All right, dude. That signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the trend zone. And in today's episode, we'll talk our fantasy go-back starts of the week, our survival picks, some huge injuries. We'll let you know how the new coaches did. Of course, we'll <laughs> preview some of the big games coming up in week two. But Dave, you know we can't get it started, baby, without some tasty nugs for yes. the peoples. Lay it yeah. on them, bro. I'll tell you what. This is... Man, it's not a tasty nug for a lot of these uh, franchises with a lot of young coaches hoping for the best. But all seven rookie head coaches, uh, or new head coaches, I'd say, lost their debut. I'll uh, uh, lay on a couple here. It's Matt Matt Nagy for the Bears, Matt Patricia for the Lions, Vrabel for the Titans, uh, Wilkes for the Cards, man. I mean, just these guys really struggling. What about the guys that have been there before, bro? Like – John Gruden, Chucky, no love on Monday Night Football. Frank Reich, yeah, he can lead the comebacks when he's QB. Almost got there with the Colts and then Pat Shermer for the Giants. But, dude, Matt Nagy gave that game away, bro. We were talking about the mistakes he was making as he was mistaking him. Hopefully he can get that stuff cleaned up. Yeah, man, you got to play to win in the NFL, man. You can't just sit back and let things happen. Aaron Rodgers will take that thing away from you, man. Oh, dude, I've seen it so many times. You lead that dude three minutes, and uh, that's a wrap, baby. It's over. <laughs> it's over. All right, Dave, it's brutality uh, in the business of the NFL, and we have some pretty big names that uh, got hurt last week. Yeah, let's start it off with uh, the Panthers' Greg Olson. He's had an ongoing foot issue, uh, and he aggravated that to the tune of they're revisiting it on a monthly basis. It's not day-to-day or week-to-week. It's month-to-month. Greg Olson may have played his last game. We'll see. Uh, he's already been transitioning into the broadcasting world. Then the Falcons, dude, really a brutal double blow for the Falcons, losing Deion Jones. They expect to hopefully get him back. He's on IR. But Keanu Neal, that, that looks like he's done for the year. You medieval dickweed. <laughs> yeah, we know uh, the Titans, bro. It was bad last week. Uh, Marcus Mariota got banged up. Taylor Lewan and Delaney Walker. Walker's out for the year. Looks like Mariota's supposed to play this weekend, so that's great news coming out of Titansville uh, when it looked bad. Doug Baldwin for the Seahawks, dude. He had that gnarly knee all summer long. Looks like it's flaring up on him. Uh, Looks like the Jags escaped with Leonard Fournette. Um, Unfortunately, Jeremy Hill for the Patriots did not escape uh, without a gnarly injury. He's done for the year. Yeah, no doubt. Hopefully that Leonard Fournette is just a little hammy, but little hammy. I'm a little nervous about that, though. Ravens lose Kenneth Dixon for the year. And, of course, we already mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Uh, He's been hobbling around on one leg here. Hopefully he's good to go uh, coming into that big divisional matchup this weekend. Yeah, a Viking fan would say, hopefully not right there, Dave. But (laughs) each day on, right? Exactly. (laughs) All right. None of those cats were able to survive the week one carnage. Yeah. And we know about half the country was unable to survive the carnage of the survivor picks. Dude, the brutality. Luckily, uh, we were both safe, though. 
Uh, we both had the Ravens, right? Uh, probably yeah, the safest pick after uh, a handful of uh, plays, practically. Uh, but obviously a very healthy victory there. We were not squirming for a change, man. <laughs> I know that one was done in the first quarter. We're like, sweet. <laughs> uh, the most popular incorrect pick, though, was the New Orleans Saints. Over 30% of the country doesn't have to worry from weeks 2 to 17. <laughs> You're done. done. And the most popular picks moving forward, Dave, even though they're coming off a big loss, is your Los Angeles Chargers over those same bills. I'm feeling pretty good about that one, though. I might just jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, I'm feeling like I'm on that one at least right now, and we'll see if I can uh, if I jump off of it. But it's more of a vote of a no vote for the Bills right now in Josh <laughs> Allen's rookie start than it is for the Chargers traveling across country to the East Coast, which is normally not good news for a West Coast team. Yeah, and Josh Allen might get a break in that one. Looks like Joey Bosa is not going to be playing in that game. Yeah, I know. That's a huge bummer for Charger fans. Uh, that's two weeks in a row with Bosa, and uh, that's two weeks too many to not have one of the most lethal pass-rushing uh, dudes in the NFL. Definitely impacts the Charger defense. A lot of good guys there, though, so they'll look to feast on a young quarterback there uh, in his first start. Casey, let's do fantasy go-backs of the week. The people demand this segment, and we deliver. For me, I was demolished by the Hypnotoads. All glory to the Hypnotoads. But you have something. <laughs> that's right dave i didn't do my best coaching job but it was still plenty good enough to beat those green bud packers i smoked them nice <laughs> but had i played uh, my main guy joe mixon instead of derrick henry i would have had another 17 points and that would have put me into the cash but i got out with a w so all is well in fantasyville nice sounds good dude well um yeah let's move into some reality bro yeah, I'm much, I'm much, I'm much more comfortable uh, delving into the reality, Casey. I'll get this thing kicked off with the Carolina Panthers heading to Atlanta in a divisional battle here between two playoff teams for last year. Atlanta at home, favored by five and a half, dude. Yeah, Carolina came out last week and smacked my Cowboys. They did it with some pretty good defense. The offense struggled a little bit. Need to see a heavier load out of uh, McCaffrey there, but I liked what I saw there. But uh, not a lot of interaction with the uh, receivers there and that's bad news like we said they lose Olsen uh Cam Newton's got to get it going with this guy Funches and uh don't forget about the uh, rookie draft pick more there too yeah no doubt about it dude and there's the ATL uh they start off this season where they finished last season uh almost beating the Eagles but they uh come up uh with a loss instead and they're at home uh this is a divisional game it's important for Atlanta. They lost those two defenders, as we mentioned earlier, uh, to get a big W at home here divisionally, man. All right. Got another sweet, sweet divisional battle coming up. This one takes us to the NFC North. The Minnesota Vikings are one-point favorites on the road at Green Bay. Wow. Well, you got to have to believe that that, uh, that line is impacted a little bit by a certain Aaron Rodgers, but started obviously with the Minnesota Vika de defense as good as any defense in the league, really a hungry, aggressive, swarming defense, man, they got to be licking their chops. And on the offensive side for Minnesota, it looks like so far so good with Kirk Cousins as far as the investment there. Uh, he's, he's feeling pretty comfortable uh, at the helm for the Vikings. Yeah, it's Wednesday night right now. And so far we've not heard word out of Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers is going to make that game. And if he can't play Dave, there is no chance that Green Bay will win it. Yeah. If he's in, we've seen the magic, man. One of the best QBs ever to play this game. So 
They're, uh, it's going to be rocking in Green Bay, and we know the Packer faithful hopes that their man, A-Rod, is going to be under center or in that pistol formation that he likes if he's hobbling around. <laughs> no love for Deshaun Kaiser. Okay, uh, up next, it is the Kansas City Chiefs heading to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers, uh, Steelers at home, favored by five on, on, in this one. Wow. Yeah, dude, you got a big taste of those Chiefs on opening too week big. last. Yeah, a little bit too big. I'm got to say, I love what I saw to Pat Mahomes yeah. early on. He didn't have to throw it a bunch, but just the creativeness of that offense, man, had the Chargers just guessing. A lot of misdirection there, uh, weapons all over the field, dude. I know it feels like Tyreek Hill is still running. Don't worry, he's not going to score on you this week, but man, this guy is fun to watch, man. That's an exciting team over there. Yeah, dude, he's the cheetah. That's his uh, his moniker there. Uh, and Pittsburgh's got to be worried about him, dude, because he is a weapon. Uh, but Pittsburgh there, obviously, uh, Big Ben, he got a little banged up last week. They got to be uh, pretty sour after giving up that 14-point lead in the fourth quarter to the Browns and settling for a tie. He's got that banged-up shoulder Big Ben does or, or elbow or something. Uh, hopefully he's right He's always heard a little drama. <laughs> right, exactly. He needs a little drama. <laughs> so uh, that Steelers defense, though, man, they're going to have their hands full with that Kansas City offense. They were dynamic, man. All right, this didn't look too sweet in the offseason, but after last week, dude, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Eagles are three point favorites on the road. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, this uh that's not a big um a big margin there. And this Eagles team really got got out of the gates a little sluggishly uh last week on Thursday night. But they've had an extra couple of days to get ready for this. Nick Foles did get himself straightened out there as the game sort of unfolded a little bit. And that Philadelphia defense, dude, yeah. they're not giving up forty eight points to Fitzpatrick <laughs> in the Bucks. Okay, let me just put that there. So go for it. You know, maybe the biggest surprise out of week one was those Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. What a great game. You mentioned it, 48 points, five TDs out of Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know that he's still around on the scrap heap in your fantasy leagues. (laughs) Go ahead and get him. If you play in a crappy league, Peyton Barber is still sitting there for you. And if you play in a deep league, you might miss this guy already. But Godwin, dude, he's going to come in, play some receiver. Deshaun Jackson uh, had the concussion on, I think, a shoulder last week. Not sure if he's going to play. Get to the uh, free agent wire there and pick up Godwin. Uh, It's going to be an exciting game, man. If Tampa Bay does what they did last week, wow. Exciting. Exciting, (laughs) brah. Very exciting. Up next, Casey, we have... Uh, an AFC championship rematch between the New England Patriots heading to Jacksonville, though, uh, to play the Jaguars. Patriots on the road favored by two. Yeah, this is an interesting game, dude. I'm kind of bummed that it's week two and we're getting this rematch. I'd rather see it a little bit later on in the season. Patriots just kind of business as usual last week against the Texans. Never let those Texans get it going on offense last week. Healthy Gronk, maybe the biggest weapon in the league. They can do it a number of ways. They had 48 running backs going into last week. Jeremy Hill <laughs> not going to make it anymore. Right. They've added some new pieces on offense this week. So uh, this is going to be a fun game, though. In New England, you're going to have to make the plays to beat those guys. Yeah, that Jacksonville defense is obviously arguably uh, the best, if not one, certainly one of the best in the league. They eked out a victory last week against, uh, you know, a Giants team that had a pretty sorry season last year. But uh, they were out of sync. The Giants were and the Jacksonville Jaguars obviously lost Leonard Fournette early in that game to the hammy. Hopefully he's good to go. But T.Y. actually played pretty well there. Yeldon 
uh, in relief. So the Jaguars were still able to do their game. They didn't put too much on Bortles, uh, and they let their defense do their thing, man. This is what's going to happen in this game. If they're going to win, their defense is going to have to show in a big way. All right, Dave, Sunday night, NFC East battle of those New York Giants at my Dallas Cowboys. And my boys are favored by three at home. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. This Giants team, I mean, obviously, like I said, they came up short last week against the Jags. But uh, they, they, Eli was a little out of sync on a handful of plays that could have been big plays that could have changed that game. Odell Beckham could have had a monstrous game if Eli was a little more accurate yeah. on some of those deep passes. He found that touch a little bit there. And on the, uh, on the running back side, I think they're excited. Saquon Barkley exploded. He looked awesome. He looked awesome in a handful of stints in preseason, but this is the real thing. He's on the field, and he was exciting. This is going to be two neat running backs, young running backs, two uh, guys going against each other in this game. I'm excited to see Saquon. Yeah, totally, dude. Uh, Word out of Big D this week, the sky is falling in Mm, Texas. mm -hmm. Glad we're out here in California, but um, (laughs) I'm not ready to hit that panic button yet. To me, on offense – it looked like a team that didn't get a lot of reps in the preseason. Yep. Zeke didn't get any reps behind that offensive line. Obviously, with Frederick out and Connor, the rookie there at left guard, their timing wasn't there. It looked a little bit better in the second half, but Dave, uh, Dak didn't have all six of those receivers healthy all preseason and training camp either. So they're a little bit behind the eight ball there. Defense played great, dude. I don't even think I saw Vanderesh last week. I don't know if the guy played or not, hmm. but even without him, dude, that defense was rock solid. Kept those Panthers in check. Not sure if uh, Randy Gregory's going to play. Got concussed last week. Hopefully he is. I'm calling it now, dude. Jalen Smith going to be the defensive MVP of the Woo. league this year, dude. He's <laughs> getting back to 100%. He's showing a flash of why the Cowboys jumped up there and got him. Cowboys got to have this game, dude. Can't drop the Owen, too. Big time, no doubt, dude. The Cowboys uh, got a lot of young talent on the defense. If they can put that together and then obviously give that offense a chance to sort of get uh, catch up a little bit, you know, certainly the receivers. All right, Dave. So much good action in week two, and we want Ooh. the people to hang out at footballradioshow.com, but that's not the only way to enjoy us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. So much good news on Twitter, dude. If you're on hanging the football radio show Twitter account, you're staying right in the know. Or just go to subscribe to uh, the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. So much there for the peoples. Loving the football season, dude. It's a weekend, but I'm telling you, Dave, you know what? It's slipping away. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. He's Dave, I'm Casey, and we are out of here.